I started doing some research. We researched the villages in India. We span across the globe. And few things are coming up very, very strongly. The organizations which are founded by women are much more innovative. They are much more sustainable and have less non-performance asset. Women across the globe, they just want to take that leap. Now they just want to say, yes, they want to be more economically empowered. Hello and welcome to this special guest episode of the Artless Dialogue. As always, you're joined by myself, Ash Mohammed, and we're joined by my good friend, Saud. Hi, Saud. Hi, Ash. Uh, Ash, I'm really excited about this week's episode. We've got a very special guest uh, on, on, on the show today, uh, if, if we can call it a show. So, Ash, why don't you uh, introduce uh, them and let's, you know, go. Brilliant. Thanks, Saud. So, we're very fortunate today to be joined by Miss Aparna Saraugi. And I'm just going to give a kind of brief uh, profile because Aparna has done so much stuff. Um, I think we could probably have a, a whole episode just listing out what Aparna has done, but I'll try and summarize. Uh, so Aparna is an, an IIT Delhi alumni. Uh, she's a Barty scholarship holder and a TED speaker, a young innovator and leader and winner of numerous prestigious awards. She has more than 15 years of experience in investment banking, risk management, consulting, technology adoption, and Greenfield Project Development. She heads Credit Risk India in the NatWest Group currently, and she has co-founded two social initiatives. Um, The first one is the Women Entrepreneurship and Empowerment Platform and Inclusive in New Normals called InSquare. Uh, Both are global platforms uh, to strengthen women's economic empowerment, and she has been a speaker at various prestigious forums on women empowerment. Wow. That's amazing. My first probably question is, um, um, hello first, uh, Aparna, and how do you manage to... Hi, Ash. Hi, Saad. So so maybe just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself in your own words, Aparna, because, I mean, that's that's an amazing uh, bio right there, but tell us a bit about you. Uh, Thanks, Ash and Saad, for inviting me. So if if I have to say something about myself, I just want to give 100% of what I have to make this world a better place, 100% to my family, to my organization, to my purpose, to this world, because I don't want to have any regret when uh, when I die. I just want to make sure that everything I had, my passion, my creativity, I want to give this to the whole world. So that's, that's little about me. That's fantastic. And, and in terms of, I mean, I could clearly see, you know, you're very driven and, 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 and so probably just tell us a little bit about of, um, some of these initiatives you're involved. I think that the one that kind of, um, I mean, the women entrepreneurship and empowerment is quite interesting because obviously it's international um, women's week. It's very kind of relevant at the moment. Um, um, sorry, I just realized that it's a recording, so it won't be international women's week when this goes out. Um so let me rephrase that. Um, so yeah, so so just maybe maybe tell us a little bit about um, some of the initiatives you've done. I mean, the women entrepreneurship and empowerment one sounds really interesting, especially in India. How, how how's that work, and what's that all about? Okay, so Ash, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, right, so you're an investment banker, right? So you must be looking at a lot of things before making any investment. Tell me the best investment you think anybody can make at this point of time. What do you think would be the best investment? Tricky question. I, I, I would say people is, exactly. is my answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as of now, around 15 to 20% startups are founded by women across the globe. 
imagine a world where we have the gender parity in entrepreneurship how abundant it would be how sustainable it would be so we did a lot of research actually it was inspired by one of my personal incident where i realized that as as i was moving up the corporate ladder i was seeing very very less female faces and that started giving some pain why why this is in college it was almost 50 50 but as in the beginning of the career it was okay but as you grow up we see less and less of women in the board in the senior position and in the entrepreneurship i started doing some research we researched the villages in india we span across the globe and few things are coming up very very strongly the organizations which are founded by women are much more innovative they are much more sustainable and have less non performance asset women across the globe they just want to take that leap now they just want to say yes they want to be more economically empowered whether it's a small village in india whether you talk about us anywhere they want to be economically empowered but unfortunate realities most of the ecosystem still today are dominated by men they don't get that support which is required entrepreneurship is a very very tough journey it's a very lonely journey and you fail more than you succeed while you're developing a product while you're reaching to the market and you need that support now coming back to my question what's the best investment answer would be invest in women that's a that's the i think if i talk about india that's the only way we can be a developed country as of now our startups founded by women as i said is around 15 to 20% if the women's startup share goes up huge 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 opportunity and with climate focus women can take a real leap and lead because the way we work are naturally sustainable right the type of products we develop and all. so i we thought that this is the time when we have to do something about it that we increase the women entrepreneurs percentage as i said when we looked around that women they are ready to take the leap but there is a problem that there is the support is missing so we developed india's first of its kind women entrepreneurship and empowerment platform where we got the women entrepreneur who are at different part of the trajectory some some have the idea some have launched in the market some are in the prototype stage some are at incubation stage and across the sectors across the different part of the country across the sector across different part of the trajectory when all these women come together imagine the power they create they started becoming each other co-founders they are each other partners they started helping each other innovate i'll give you a concrete example and that's one of my favorite example so one of our women entrepreneur while doing her post graduation she interned in a village called sholapur uh, in india uh, she was uh, she was doing some experimentation with donkey milk and while doing that she realized that donkey milk has the best anti-aging property right if you make a beauty products out of it it's it, it's really really effective she started developing those products and she joined us at the concept stage and where we helped her to grow her business now there is another entrepreneur who's very very passionate uh, in our cohort who wants to help women in their personal hygiene now this village where uh, the first entrepreneur was procuring her donkey milk Uh, they don't have high income now what we did was we clubbed both of them together on one side our women entrepreneur is helping these uh, women in the sholapur village to increase their income by taking the donkey milk and making the beauty products and selling across the globe another women entrepreneur from vibach 
helping them out right to buy more and more women hygiene product and take care of themselves and that's how you raise the whole ecosystem that's how you partner with each other and they both started leveraging each other network to grow the products as as brilliant apart cuz i mean it's it's really powerful cuz i think your your earlier point around you know when you were in college and it was 50-50 and then as you get into um organizations it drops i mean you know we see that everywhere you know um i, I imagine it's kind of sharper in in india but i mean in the uk uh, i mean alison rose our, our own ceo is kind of uh, leading the light on on that but it's still there's still a disparity um and i think that concept around you know people helping each other is so powerful um and 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 just what what were some of your kind of challenges going from i've got an idea and now you know india is a big country with you know a billion people how how do you take what was your idea to something that's now real what what were some of your challenges and how did you overcome those so there were a lot of lot of challenges i have my full time job uh right and i'm involved with a lot of people in the first thing was how would you even make it possible it's such a tough problem to solve and how would you make it possible and i said because i genuinely want to solve this problem i it's it's driven out of my purpose and passion not to make any money or anything i genuinely feel this is a problem we can solve and this is a problem we can solve it together by holding each other and creating the chain of women entrepreneurs across the globe so i think first challenge channel uh, challenge was to making Ex- people accepting that this is feasible this can be done and it can be a success and this is the first type of a model where we are getting women entrepreneurs very very diverse background right so in these there is someone who would be double phd and there would be someone who could bas- barely read and write so so complete diverse set getting it together and making sure they help each other and that entrepreneurship program designing to help them out was the first challenge we faced uh second helping all these entrepreneurs to scale up right they all have their own journeys and ups and downs so helping them to scale up and uh, then the third one how do we help them to go global and be sustained then pandemic has its own uh, uh, own set of problems right? so some of the entrepreneurs did very very well during it and some we have to really work with them so that redesign their business and uh, all the hard work doesn't go with so a lot of those things uh, sounds that sounds uh, great great aparna so um something i've noticed is that you and uh, the organization you mentioned women entrepreneurship and, uh, and empowerment foundation it's based a lot around community as you mentioned Absolutely. that we're we're working together to empower each other provide each other with opportunities and collaborate and i i believe creating a community is very important and so that's amazing what you're doing so something regarding what you said and community it came to my mind i want to ask you about it so in a community where we interact uh, all genders interact with each other i just wanted to ask you a, th- a thought came to mind how can women uh, promote themselves or um what role can women play for themselves to help them uh, achieve opportunities and uh, what can other genders do to facilitate that that is not currently happening or did not happen in the past as well so i think uh, now there is an increased realization that women entrepreneurship is the thing which we every country want to focus upon alison has uh, published a rose review which is fantastic i just love that right that women entrepreneurship is the only way that we can sustain in this with the cop 26 commitment with the go green economy we need more and more entrepreneurs in the sustainable and women can take a good uh, uh, that and i 
think in this world there's we are seeing a lot of support from male allies that's becoming increasingly important and that is becoming more and more strong also like for in our kids uh, when we used to run a week classes we used to just love the husbands who used to come and sit behind uh, right and taking care of the baby or father who coming in a come so it's it's a world where we see a lot of support we have example ash the way he is supporting his spouse for her business i just adore that right that's that's the world we live in that we really want to grow together we want to thrive together and we want to it's not about male or female but we want to support each other our family members our colleagues our friends and more we do that it creates a better well being so it's it's all about building a community creating a value proposition out of it supporting and strengthening each other and it, in the process all of us grow all of us are able to have a better life and that's all what we thrive for I think that's um, uh, so powerful, upon and I think you know your values kind of come strongly through there. And it's it's one of these things where it's a it's a simple concept, but really hard to do um, because, as you said, everyone's got their own kind of challenges and problems to deal with. So, but actually, they're a lot easier to resolve when you come together to resolve them. Um, so, no, I think that's super powerful. Um, just to kind of take a, a, a slight switch then to talk about kind of technology and and and. And, and, and the world of tech and and me and Saad were kind of talking earlier on around how there's always been a historic sort of gender disparity in technology and and it's generally a kind of a male oriented um, industry yeah. but you know in some of the kind of stuff you've done and some of the experiences you've fit you know especially in India is, is that still the case or are we seeing are we seeing a shift there as well so ash I am going to say and I write that very strongly uh, women and technology are the best friends. so technology has always always helped us uh, let's take some concrete examples right uh, be- because of the shared economy today we are able to do much more things because as we move towards the digitization that is helping us that is helping all of us but particularly women to do a lot of lot of things uh, if we talk about ai uh, uh, ai can do most of the things it can have little bit of emotional quotient also but still the leadership which is needed the soft element uh the personal touch empathy i think again women are best at it and if we talk about the critical thinking we are definitely really good at it so i strongly feel that women and technology are best friends and technology is enabling us to take up more and more senior roles where there is a need for a different type of a leadership more empathetic leadership more soft leadership more critical thinking leadership co-creation leadership and that's a world which women and men when they come together can create it and technology is disrupting the world so we all are at the same level right so let's say if something web3 is coming or blockchain or crypto all of us have to learn together so it's it really helps and i think with the pandemic with more increased adoption of technology uh women are able to learn more right it's it has enabled us given us the flexibility like I, since i'm working from home i'm able to read couple of hours a daily in the night which was slightly difficult so i think if women given a chance sometimes they face some difficulties but once little bit of hurdle then women and technology are definitely the best friends and we have seen so many successful startups coming from we and ions care who are doing, doing the fantastic job leveraging the technology maybe in a 3d augmented reality blockchain ai name it and we have it aparna uh, i i i agree with you 100% i think i've seen this happen a lot 
certainly different uh, regions across the world where traditionally women are have um delved into the workplace a little less and have uh, stayed at home uh, culturally so i believe technology is helping them to start their own businesses to have jobs while in the comfort of their home so i believe i will that's a very important point how technology is enabling women to step out of their uh, uh, zones and to put, to have more and participate more in the uh, economic society so i believe i believe that's that and i think sadhanaj this is the best time for us to start right we have a good flexibility there is a increased awareness that uh, right almost all the governments are focusing on startups now it's a, it's a competition between the startup right who every country wants to be a startup nation and every country wants more and more women entrepreneurs and the technology i can i can develop something at my home and sell it i don't need to go out right there's so much of a digital platform available No, it's so, so true, and, and and I love, and I think you've given some really good examples, uh, upon and and I love those um, stories you hear on LinkedIn where, um, someone's had a business idea for years, and uh, you know a woman, and she's just not had the opportunity to do that, but then suddenly you go, actually, I'm at home, I've got um, family to look after, and then actually I'm going to start my business because I've got access to tech now. I can mm-hmm. I can do this at home in in the two hours I've got spare or the one hour, and suddenly. you know you you you've gone from nothing to this huge business and it's all started at home um Absolutely. so no i think i think that's super powerful um another, another question um I, i always get asked and uh, i'll ask you upana cuz uh, i always struggle to find an answer for this so you you'll probably have a better answer um which is you know you, you do a ton of stuff i'm always impressed uh, upana with all the stuff you manage to juggle um so for those kind of listening who want to kind of progress their careers who want to kind of find opportunities for themselves how do you manage your time and how do you prioritize what you spend your energies on because you, you you know you you're always energetic i mean it's 8 o'clock in the morning here in in scotland and and me and south look <laughs> and feel tired um and i know it's late in the afternoon but every time i've spoken to you partner you're full of beans so what's what's your what's your secret how do you prioritize and how do you keep your energy levels up So uh, thanks Ash and I must say uh, the feeling is mutual every time I talk to you I feel wow Ash is almost everywhere so I uh, I think it's it's a mutual so uh, what keeps me energized I I do what I love and I love what I do simple right uh just if if i i felt about that i want to start about the women interview it was it was a very very smooth and uh, i can share the secret right after i started we my career in netwest also got improved people were saying how would you manage the two things my career at netwest improved my health index improved my personal relationship improved because i think i started understanding giving more heart more purpose to everything i do and that's very very important one thing i'll always say to anyone invest in your relationship it's so 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 important there is nothing more important than investing in your relationship so if you talk about the time management i i'm not a person who will work crazy hours i'm not going to do that and i don't want anyone to do that because that's not sustainable but once you start investing in the relationship it becomes a very natural process you start enjoying doing what you are doing because you feel the people around you are so supportive of you they want to see you grow they want to right? and it creates such a positive circle so that's very very important and oh, and i think the power of networking which is very critical for women and everyone is very when you start when you start investing in relation without anything expecting anything in return it becomes such a nice way 
that people just start naturally stand i'll give a concrete example so ash and i yesterday interview our chief marketing officer margaret who's a part of bank expo mm. and it was such a fantastic interview almost everybody was inspired and how did we manage we spoke to her build that connect and it went so fine so it's all about just re- raising your hand building small connects investing in your relation and it it just works naturally that's one and secondly i would say invest in your health also it's so important nowadays your mental well being your physical well being make sure we write some gratitude because it's i always say that when you start saying thanks to wow so many things i have you start building up and you don't realize that you have built such a beautiful house around you or such a beautiful atmosphere around you and then it becomes a natural positive ecosystem everything works you can manage a full time job full time foundation full time kids full time mother spouse it works once once you start giving that positive energy our brain is very very sophisticated we just need to use it in a positive way it works it definitely works no yeah i, I love i love that upon i think it's so powerful i think we should you know if we could can that and and give that to all of our listeners i think uh, everyone would have a a much more positive day and, uh, and you're so right you know the energy energy you give out is the energy you get you get back um and i think your your point around um people always assume these extra activities are energy drainers, yeah. but actually, you know, like you, all the stuff I do externally actually give me more energy. Um, they make me a better person, you know, physically, emotionally, all the rest of it intellectually. And, and actually that helps me in my day job. So I think it's a, it's a really um, good point. Um, and, and I think, you know, a hundred percent resonates with me. So I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And um, we live in a small connected world. Yeah. Yeah, of course, and and the energy and uh, the way you you give advice, I think that was um, great, and it actually shows why you've been a TED uh, talk speaker uh, a couple of times, and um, how how you motivate people and help people improve their lives and workplaces. So, some concepts you've mentioned before, uh, if you could uh, talk about those. So, I I, I read that you've uh, introduced and talked about talk concepts such as uh, solve uh, strength opportunity yes. leverage uh, with velocity and jam just achieving maximum so so these these are two concepts you mentioned and uh, if if you if you if if you can we'd love if you could a bit elaborate and explain to listeners what those are and you know share your wisdom with us a bit thanks sad for uh, that's that's my favorite question so thank you for asking uh-huh. that so, so we all <laughs> so we all know about swot strength weakness opportunities threat okay yeah. so when we started we i insure whenever you start we put all these things so that means what we are doing we are wasting 50% on weakness and threats but this is a bold world we are living in it's okay to fail it's perfectly fine to fail right so what we designed was after talking to a lot of people and our experience a new model called solve strength opportunities and leverage it with velocity so first identify your strength your strength and my strength could be different so right you might be technically brilliant i might be a people person or vice versa but we all have a different strength hmm. then make sure how do you map your strength to the opportunity yeah and then leverage it velocity i can give an example right how we started with the solve model so when so i identified the problem that we want to the women entrepreneurs are going down and we want to solve it and that aligned with my purpose hmm. now to do that we need a network so first thing i, I started connecting with the people that's a one of the strength 
that actually we converted into a V. There was a lot of risk it would fail, but we did it fast and we were mentally prepared. It's I remember a few of the events we were doing for the V2, get the women entrepreneurs pitching. And the last night I was thinking, oh God, if the investors would not come, what would happen? Right. It's okay. What would happen? I'll fail, right? I'll try again. I'll stand up again, right? It's okay, right? At least I have given a chance to myself. And we were calling people and managing it. It all went fine. So have your strength, make it an opportunity. Think what opportunity you can make out of strength and leverage it velocity. It's it's a new world we are living in where it's okay to fail. Nobody's going to say, why did you fail? But people are going to say, why didn't you try it? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a very nice perspective on what we, what I've, and what we study in business school of the SWOT. So I, I think I think that's really interesting on how how to um, go fast, go strong, use your strengths to take advantage of an opportunity quickly, and focus on your strengths. So I, I well, brilliant idea, nice perspective as well. And so you're going to realize when you start using your strength to create opportunity, leverage it with velocity. You your strength will go up, and then you do it again. Your strength will go further, and one day it will reach so strong that it will become wow, right? If I fear, right, this may right when we started. We right a lot of people were saying, "What will happen to your job? Your boss would not like it. Your rating would be impacted." Nothing of that sort happened. My India head knows that I run B and he supports me in that. Right, a lot of people know I run it. It's a public thing. I think even Alison knows it. That's okay. Run. It helps. So it's it's a bold world. As long as you're doing the right thing, you're mapping your strength to opportunity and doing it fast, it works. So I think that's one thing I'll say. Try your life. You get mm-hmm. it once. Yeah. I think that's a, a, a spot on. I think that the, 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 the try and, and don't worry about failing. And if you fail, so what? You, you'll always learn something from it. I think it's super powerful. And it's interesting because, um, as you said, you know, Margaret said something similar on, on Wednesday and she yeah. kind of, she's, she's got herself to the chief marketing officer of NatWest Bank, so she must be doing something right. Um, so, no, I think that's brilliant. Um, just just another um, kind of um question apparently because you know imposter syndromes are kind of a, a a thing we all kind of face i mean um it's it's a gender thing it's an ethnicity thing I, I i always kind of struggle with it sometimes where i go you know um where am i and how did i get here and should i be here in this room um so and, and you've done some amazing things i mean you you've, you've walked with talked to heads of countries in other other places you've you've been and talked to the you know, diplomats in various places. So, so how do you, do you have that imposter syndrome? And if, if you do, how do you deal with it? What's the kind of, what's your kind of way of getting around it? So I, sh- I think we all have it, whether it's a male or a female, we all have that to some extent, right? But it depends how well you take it, right? Uh, so take that as an opportunity to make sure that we do a better job. That's that's my take on it. So whenever I feel that way, I remember, oh, I've done this, this is amazing school. So remember your success as well, right? That's 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 the reason it's always so good, right? When you have to send your bio data to someone or your brief profile, you write so many good things we have done. So once you start thinking about so many good things I have done, it it turns out to be a positive one. So we all have it. It's it's just how we handle it. It's like everybody has the fear. There is nobody on this earth who doesn't have, right? If a cricketer goes to the cricket ground, he has that fear. It's just how you use that fear to hit six. So how do we use that feeling to make sure that we come across as a better, strong person? Okay. Uh, so uh, there are a few options in uh, uh, life, right? One is I go out and say there's a complete traffic jam. Okay. I cannot move a step. Okay, that's one. The second is I just say I don't want to do anything. I just want to enjoy my life. 
And the third is I'll make all the conscious effort and just achieve the maximum because there would not be a single day. I haven't seen a single day. My house and office quite far off, right? It's 90 minutes of car travel that all the lights are green. Never, never happened. And I, have, I, I don't know of any person who has that, all the green lights. If every light is green, and there is something fishy, <laughs> right? So it just go and try out the things. Just focus, just achieve maximum. Make sure you invest daily in your goal and it all happens. Brilliant. I, I, I'm going to remember that uh, just to achieve maximum. I'm going to, I'm going to mention that to my team uh as well because i think it's a, it's a it's a great simple concept and i love the i love metaphors as, as you might know from listening to this podcast um so yeah. i love the traffic jam um analogy um so listen apparently i mean that 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 time has just flown by I, could, I think we could talk to you all day long um so interesting and so much um insights and 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 uh, i kind of get energy that's my coffee hit for the morning now just talking to you <laughs> Um, so just just kind of leaves for us to say, you know, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to us this morning. And I, I know for a fact our listeners are going to be kind of super excited about listening to um, what you've shared and they'll take a huge amount f- um, from it. Um, just on some of the kind of initiatives you've talked about, it, it, is there any kind of um, websites or places, you know, you want to kind of mention where they can find out about more about this? So uh, Ash, during, uh, during the pandemic time, we started a new initiative inclusive innovation in new normal ions care uh, because this is a time when inclusion and innovation is becoming more and more important and we are collaborating with multiple countries to build the community to build back better with women so you can get to know more about it on our website ionscare.org uh, uh, for to know more about me please feel free to google me uh, so you get around 10 pages of my articles and uh, coverage so feel free to look at it and anything if you want to discuss feel free to reach out to me on linkedin or facebook Fantastic. No, that's, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, so again, just kind of um, leaves me to say kind of thank you. Um, thank you everyone for uh, listening as always uh, to this episode of the Artless Dialogue. Um, if you do have any kind of questions or or you want to um, give us feedback, we're available at contact at the com, or you can get in touch with us via our LinkedIn page. Um, as always, subscribe, share um, with your friends and it leaves me to say thank you and goodbye. Yeah, yep. Thank you for tuning in, uh, listeners. And Aparna, thank you so much for joining us and for the insights you provided. It was lovely talking to you. And um, uh, take care, Aparna, and goodbye. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Lovely chatting with both of you. Thank you.